Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Sponsored by 1010 Podcasts. The Celtic Exchange, a fresh insight on Celtic Football Club. And the final score from Celtic Park, Celtic 4, St Johnson now. This is Tino from the Celtic Exchange. Tonight I'm joined by James. Uh, really all about one man tonight, Scott Brown making his final appearance at Celtic Park. James, how do you think he done? Yeah, a great sign-off from a great player um, who's been just tremendous for us over the last 14 years. So, yeah, good performance. I think, you know, we'll, we'll cover on why it was the right time. But yeah. Scott Brown's been great for us for so long. Yeah, I think he's, he's just right and we're well going to it. He seemed to tire after the 60-minute mark. A decent game up to then and obviously a, a very good assist for Odson Edwards' goal and we'll cover that in a bit more detail. So we'll look at the team first of all. Barkas got his start, uh, first time in a long time. John Joe Kenny right back. Adam Montgomery stepping in, uh, the latest in a long line, a famous Celtic number 54s and at left back. Uh, Welsh and Iyer kept appearing in the centre of defence. Scott Brown centre mid, back to the diamond, so Christie to the left, Forrest to the right, Turnbull in the 10, and then Moy and Edward up top. What did you think of the lineup when you seen that come out? Happy to see Montgomery coming in, just to see a bit of freshness at left back for a start. We've always had a problem there for most, if not all, of the season, so I was keen to see how he did and thought he did well. I like the diamond when, when Turnbull's in that position. There's good options off there with Christian and Jamesy, and you've got good enough guys up front with Eddie and Moy. And just on Montgomery, yeah, I think as you say, I think he had a more than decent uh, performance. He looked really quite confident for a guy so young. I think he's only 18, signed a new deal fairly recently. Do you think he should have been in before now? That That's something I, I do wonder. Like I said, clearly there's been a crisis of, of left-back positions for, for Celtic for so long. What was Montgomery shown? In the training ground, it wouldn't warrant a last 20 minutes of game just to see how he'd fare in, in a first team. That performance, that debut, showed he's got confidence, he's got character, he's very composed. Yeah, I, I'd maybe like to have seen him coming in before. And I wonder if it's just the season we're in, you know, the whole pressure of the 10 and stuff, they maybe felt that certainly while there was still competitive football going on, it wasn't the right time. And I'd probably have agreed with that, but the season's been done for such a long time and you wonder if the Montgomery's... Dembele who we'll talk about various other youngsters should have been given more more game time uh, frustratingly we did give further game time to John Joe Kenny he continues to frustrate doesn't he? No matter where he is in the pitch for me tonight I marked it all through my notes he was frustrating at right back he was frustrating to the wing he was frustrating when he got to the byline yeah it's just one of those loans maybe like Duffy it just hasn't worked out caught a day let him go slot a youngster in there I think so on to more positive stuff, Celtic uh, seemed to huff and puff early stages but took the lead in the 23rd minute. Clever stuff by David Turnbull. Talk us through the free kick. That's exactly what I, I thought about. It was clever and that, that's the intelligence you get from a player like Turnbull whereas had it been on the left, does Christie go for the top corner there and ends up in row Z? I just think he's got that, you know, they're going to do this so I'm going to do that. You can see a couple of steps ahead 
And that's why I think he's going to be a mainstay for us years to come. Clever player. Yeah. Overall, despite the season it's been, I think David Turnbull's definitely been one of the shining lights. And, you know, his goal return, I don't have it to hand, but his goal return's pretty healthy, given that he only broke through in December. So good to see. Then, so that goal was in the 23rd minute, and then almost immediately, uh, a second goal, an assist by Bruni. He's not famed in recent times for his assist, but a really good goal all round, wasn't it? Just a decent bit of vision. So I saw the guy who was ahead of him and knows he's got that talent in his locker to, to do what he did. Reverse not backing the, the last man and just chipping over the goalie. Lovely stuff. You know, the Edward that we all know is in there. Sadly, I think we've got one more 90 minutes out of him if he does start on Saturday and then that'll be it. And I suppose he showed the two Edwards tonight. You know, he showed that that real quality. I thought, I thought the goal was exceptional. I really did. I thought, you know, to not make the guy with the first touch. And the big fella, and he's not a bad player either. So to not make him first touch and just dink the goal, I thought it was exceptional. But then other times he continues to frustrate with some of his, his dribbling. It's over elaborate dribbling and, you know, something you were taught as a kid, you know, don't show the ball. And he he almost likes to show more of the ball than he should to try and entice a challenge and then go around the guy. But more times than not, he was showing the ball and the guy was getting enough of it off him. It's just got a bit scrappy and we've seen it all year. And I think it just comes down to a bit of confidence. So it'll be interesting to see what his next move is. You know, it remains to be seen if he's going to get a top dollar move or if it's some run-of-the-mill Premiership side so it remains to be seen I asked the question just before we came on air about you know it's kind of business over football but actually should we be starting Edward in a game like today because if he were to take a, a serious injury you know a leg break or similar you know with one game to go nobody's going to sign him on that basis and we'd probably have to rehab him till whatever January of next season and then get washers for him so you know if, what do you think would you be playing him is that a, a board decision over a John Kennedy decision there's no football reason to play him you know there's nothing to play for there's nothing to get him ready for so you're better seeing if we've got any kind of a player in a Yeti the only reason I could think you had Edward playing tonight is is, is there someone in the stand looking at him for a move that you know, Celtic's been speaking to someone about a potential move for Eddie and they want to see him in the flesh if that's not the reason then no he shouldn't be playing it's a strange one um, you mentioned a Yeti so we may as well cover him or, or what he didn't do he's been sub not used the last X number of games what does the future hold for a guy like that because he's clearly and obviously it won't be John Kennedy's decision it'll be you know the new manager whoever that may be but he's clearly nowhere near it at this moment in time yeah, and even at the end, he, he cut a lonesome figure coming down. There was a lot of kind of backslapping for Brown and stuff, and the he was, was nowhere near it. For me, it's been a, a bit of a disaster signing. He must have some kind of talent. I just don't see it. And for one of the guys who just didn't show up for the 10, I'd be happy to see him away in the summer. Yeah. Uh, while we're on strikers, actually, obviously Griffiths got some game time tonight. And he showed the the instinctive Lee Griffiths that we know with a very decent headed effort, really good save by the goalie. And then he kind of huffed and puffed otherwise. Similar question, I suppose, Jim, what's your take on, on what we should do with Lee Griffiths? Just mentioned to you earlier, I think he's got that John Daly versus Tiger Woods thing going on where he's got all the natural ability um, you could ever hope for in a footballer. That, that header that he was so unlucky with, that was just sheer instinct and striker's talent. If Griffiths was going to put the effort in, he should have been doing all his career he'd have a totally different player than we've had and I think he's a great player he's been one of my favourite players over the last few years his time's up I thought you were going to compare his fitness to that of John Daly and maybe you're not maybe. too maybe you're not too far away with that one uh, and at the second half I actually thought um, there was a real spell maybe from I don't know well right from the kickoff there was a you know a decent chance but from there till around about the 55th minute a real 10, 10 minute spell where there was an old Celtic swagger back in their play there was lots of first touch we triangles we you know layoffs around the edge of the box and it was really really good to see and listen not to get carried away because we know that St John's have got a cup final to play for their biggest uh, focus not picking up any daft suspensions or you know sendings off and that kind of thing so 
not getting carried away at all. We understand there was zero at stake there. But football's football, and there was no doubt these players have got the ability, when confident and feeling good about themselves, to play it about. Yeah, take your point on St Johnson, and I agree with that. You know, it was a kind of semi-second string St Johnson, so you're not going to read into you know what this Celtic team could have done you know, in the league if they'd been playing like that all season, because it's hard to judge. What I would say is that... Y- it showed that they could take instruction and follow a strategy. That that was something I was impressed with, that Kennedy had set them out and they followed what they were told. And I've not seen much of that from any Celtic first eleven all season. Yeah, I thought it was good. And frustratingly, you know, there was some good stuff by guys uh, like Ryan Christie. Ryan Christie stood out to me. We, all, we know all about uh, David Turnbull and what he can do. Some decent stuff by James Forrest at times as well. The Christie thing really gets me. So we we spoke in our weekly show just at the weekend, and we'd asked the lads who we think you know should be first out the door, who should be build teams around, and it was interesting the different answers we got. Uh, and Miff, who regular listen, listeners will know well, Miff stressed that despite the criticism, Ryan Christie's the kind of guy that he would build a team around. And as much as I'm sure a lot of folk will have grown when they heard that, I can see exactly where he's coming from because the guy has undoubted talent. He's got it in his locker. We've seen it, you know, when he broke through initially under Brendan Rodgers. And it's just the fact that he's been so poor this season. I'm not alone in that, of course, but he's been so poor at different times. Some people have just, you know, they're ready to drive him out the door. What do you think on that? Where are you at with Ryan Christie? So give me the Brendan Rodgers, Ryan Christie, rather than the Neil Lennon, Ryan Christie. What about the Eddie Howe, Ryan Christie? Who's to say what Ryan Christie's going to do in, in that situation? I think the inconsistency is in Ryan Christie's head. He clearly showed, you know, he was enjoying the support he got from Rodgers and could potentially do that again. I just think it might be time to to cut yeah. it and go. It's a funny one for me because I think when Brendan Rodgers came in, around about that time or just before he arrived, I thought it was time for James Forrest to go. And he kicked on to new levels and he's not alone. There was several guys. He got the best out of Scott Brown. He got more out of Callum McGregor than any other coach has uh, and various other guys that really, really stepped up under him. And I do think Ryan Christie could be that guy, but I suppose I would agree with your point. It's up to Ryan Christie. You know, it's not up to Eddie Howe or... Steve Clark or insert manager here. It's up to Christie how he kicks on now. He's not a kid, you know, I need to check, I think maybe 26, 27 years of age. And it's up to him what his next step may be. You just wonder if he's got one eye in the Premiership at, at whatever level of the table that is. But he's got this situation where I think his contract expires in December or something ridiculous. And I wonder if he's just given up on Celtic. But I thought he showed glimpses of the player that we know he can be. So uh, that's all the more frustrating. Another guy who probably won't be here next season is Christopher Ayer, and he was the man with the third goal. Cleverly playing it off the defender into the goals. Guys get real foresight. An eye for goal, you can tell he used to play up front. But he, he, he was driving towards the goal, which was kind of, there was better options in the box maybe, so he got his break. Um, but yeah, it, it looks like he'll be away. I thought he did a really quiet game actually, by his own standards. I thought Welsh was really, really heavily involved in a lot of things, and Ayer wasn't, which was kind of strange as the more senior of the two. But um, yeah, I mean, he, he was in the right place and enough to take a shot yeah and as a defender you know he wasn't hugely tested by any stretch tonight and I wonder as well I don't know if, you know having never been in the position I don't know what goes through a footballer's head when you've got a couple of games to go in a season the season's done and you know there's a big move around the corner for you so Ayers in that position Eddie's definitely in that position maybe Christie and guys like El Yunusi, you know they, they don't know what the next step is for them I thought he was particularly quiet tonight and I wonder if these guys are just thinking you know the objective you know going out on a Wednesday night against St Johnson at the end of May or the middle of May is just don't get injured. Do your job, do decent, but if there's any 50-50s, don't get, don't get involved in that nonsense. I think you saw that in El Yunusi's play, but then I've seen those kind of games from El Yunusi throughout the season, where he's in, he's out, you know, he's doing great stuff, and then he's just chucking lazy balls into the box. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, my, my theme for Celtic this whole season is mental strength or the lack of mental strength, you know, in terms of, 
if you go back to you know, guys like Steve Archibald who weren't the most naturally gifted players but really you know, believed in themselves to achieve mm-hmm. and I, I just there's so many players it's really with so much talent without the mental strength yeah, and it's I suppose it's timely that you're talking about that tonight. You know, in Scott Brown's last game at Celtic Park, because if there is a guy that signals that, it's it's absolutely Scott Brown and, and what he does, and also what he does for the guys around him. That was Gordon Strachan's main point post match. He was saying, yeah, Scott Brown himself will go down as a Celtic great, but also for the fact that he brought greatness out of the guys that that he he surrounded himself with in the dressing room, and he you can tell that he got that extra whatever, 10, 15, 20% out of guys and he had the absolute respect of everyone around him and that's something we spoke again at the sh- on the show last week it's not, you know, as it, it's one thing replacing Scott Brown as a centre mid you know, whether that's Sorrow or, or somebody we bring in, whatever the real challenge is replacing him as a man and a leader and a captain and I just don't know where Celtic even start to shop around for that Signing a captain is one of the hardest things a manager has to do and we have to do that. I don't see anyone in the Celtic squad who's going to take that. The armband passed to James Forrest. First step of all step up, young James. <laughs> James is many things. I don't think a captain's one of them. And then it passed to Ayer, which I thought was quite strange. I thought it would have passed to Ayer more yeah, immediately. I think it was just passed a pass. Well, I don't know if James Forrest Aye. was nearest to Bruno when he stepped off. Yeah. But that's the thing there's no natural leader sometimes in whether it's in the Premiership or whatever you see captains getting substituted off Jordan Henderson you know at Liverpool for example and he turns around and there's a number of other leaders there yeah. that they can potentially pass the armband to we don't have that right now and you know there's there's no clearer way to say that you know we're a team that undoubtedly have skill in different assets in different places but we're not a team blessed with real leaders of men and that is something that will really need to change next season much debate will go on about whether Julian is or isn't that kind of guy Callum McGregor for me definitely isn't that kind of guy and I just I actually can't think but I've spent much time trying to think I just think we don't have those guys in the ranks at this moment in time so as well as signing a leader a captain I think we need to sign a number of those figures you know a number of these you know, strong strong characters and I'm sure Eddie Howe's got a black book full of these kind of guys if Eddie Howe is the man I'm fed up going on about it but he'll need to bring in somebody that, that takes things by the scruff of the neck um, back to tonight's game obviously young Dembele came on got another 10 minutes and Done okay in flashes, but more importantly, he got his first goal for Celtic, which was great. Will it be his last goal for Celtic? That's an interesting one with the correlate with Ryan Christie, Brendan Rodgers and Ryan Christie, Neil Lennon. Karamoko Dembele under Neil Lennon has been a bit of a disaster. He's not made any uh, progress at all. And I think he is the kind of guy he's maybe just waiting around to see who it is and seeing what the flavour of that, that manager is and if he can develop him. I don't think he'll get enough credit for that goal. That was such a hard technique. Yeah, I thought he squeezed in from a tight angle and it's a, it's a pretty decent finish. Chris Kane will be embarrassed looking at that. He'll need to get to the gym if that's what's taking him out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think in terms of Dembele, it might well be, again, like Sir Christie in terms of his unusual contract situation, there's a similar thing going on with Dembele where it's a bit unclear. The suggestion was his contract was up this summer and then there's other suggestions that actually we had an option to extend and the rumours are that we have extended it and I'd like to think so because people around the club have been raving about him for years and years. So I think he's maybe just turned 18, something like that. 17, 18 but this has been since he's been like 12 you know this isn't just a kid that's come on the scene in the last year or two and I think so much work and energy has gone on getting into Karamoka Dembele at the academy it would be so frustrating and disappointing for the club as a whole to see him slip out the back door on a free contract down to the lower reaches of the Premiership or, or into Europe or wherever he decides to go and it'd be great to see how he fared when given proper game time and a proper chance 
uh, under a decent manager. I wonder if Eddie Howe would be the perfect manager for him, somebody that would be developing him further than he already has been and really giving him a chance to you know, to put himself into the, the spotlight and really prove himself at Celtic. He's got all the talent you want. He's got all the potential you want. I think he's developed physically a wee bit in the last 12 months, which has been interesting, where he's not been playing. He's maybe just hit the gym quite well. The fact that he played tells his contract situation. There's no way he'd have been playing if he was away in the summer. There'd be just no point to that at all. So it looks like he's here for 12 months and it's a really important 12 months that we don't lose a talent uh, like Dembele. Yeah, definitely. One guy we, we almost forgot to talk about, James, you know, coming in tonight and making uh, potentially his first save of the season, uh, the cat. Barkas obviously wasn't tested much but any thoughts there? He's got to thank John Joe Kenny for creating that opportunity for him I think Kenny felt he wasn't getting enough credit for the keeper he could be and he fired this crazy header towards his goal and let Kane try an, an attempt yeah um, yeah, he, he caught one of those balls interesting to see obviously you know we're on the home straight uh, only got one game to go and that's Hibs on Saturday what do you expect the team to look like you know what do you hope for a start for Dembele maybe? I think so I think he's shown that you know we need to see more from him and there's the perfect opportunity for it on Saturday. I think Montgomery's got to start again. You saw the stuffiness in Taylor's play despite Taylor having a cracking shot and goal actually. You mm-hmm. saw the difference in the, the positivity from Montgomery compared to Taylor. So yeah, I definitely want to see Montgomery starting again, Dembele starting, Edward only starting if somebody's going to give us 20 million for him for doing so. Yeah, it'd be interesting on, on Saturday to see, you know, nothing to lose absolutely and it, you know, in my mind it'd be sensibly definitely keep Barkas in goals uh, give Dembele a try even Mikey Johnson I know you're not a huge fan of Mikey Johnson but I'd like to see him at least given some game time and perhaps switch up up top do you you know, do you go with Griffin Ayeti because because of the aforementioned risk to Edward but it'll be interesting to see but you know it's one of those games it's such a it's been such a disappointment all season we're on the home straight as I mentioned James and want to go so thanks for your uh, contributions tonight thanks to you all for listening we'll be back on Saturday with the final game of the season Celtic versus Hibs Sponsored by 1010 Podcasts. Sports Social Podcast Network.